Tonight, inshallah, first I'm going to do a short Ramadan reminder and then we will continue our series on selected verses of Quran al-Kareem. Tonight I will not do the series on the du'as of the Anbiya al-Mursaleen because uh, before I begin the du'as of Nabi Musa salam, I wanted to spend some time explaining the background of it in his biography. Alhamdulillah here uh, in Pakistan it is the 10th night uh, and tomorrow will be the 10th fast. Some of you in other parts of the world have already completed the 10th fast. And therefore the first Ashara, or the first 10 days of Ramadan, have passed. Ayyama Ma'dudat is how Allah SWT described this month of Ramadan, that it is, ten, it is limited days, numbered days. One aspect of Ma'dud means that you should count them. So it also means that they are countable days. They are days worth counting. They are d- days worth counting because they're so valuable. They are days that when you count something, that means it's so valuable that every individual one means something to you. So if you count, let's say you have $500 and you count the $500 notes, each single adad, each single element of the complete adad has value to you. So ayama ma'dudat also means that because there are limited days, numbered days, enumerated days, countable days, days worth counting, hence each and every single day has value. Even when you count pennies, you only count the pennies because even a single penny has value. So in that sense, every moment and every second of Ramadan has value. Tonight I wanted to talk about something that maybe... Uh, those who are sort of older listeners will be able to understand better and sort of new people who have joined these whatsapp groups uh, here uh, so I actually wanted to use an observation that I have experienced an observation uh, that I've witnessed that happens to most believers in Ramadan and use that actually to reflect broader on the spiritual journey of a human being towards Allah Spanta in their life What I've experienced myself and also observed in others is that when Ramadan Kareem starts, so people have a real passion, they spend maybe a few days, a few weeks, maybe even a month or two in anticipation of it, yearning of it, preparing for it. They started, as Ramadan came closer, they started reliving their past memories of maybe good Ramadan they had or good sohbah they had. And then when Ramadan started, they got off to a very strong start. But what happens around this mark, around after 7, 8 days, 9 days, 10 days, around this time period, people experience a bit of a lull. Why? Because now Ramadan is not new to them. It, the excitement is gone. The newness of it is gone. Right? 
and be, at first they were making the mujahada of fasting due to this inspiration and motivation of the new month of Ramadan but as that fades then their inspiration and motivation fades this will only be true if their inspiration and motivation is due to this narrative that they have in their mind uh, about the excitement of Ramadan. Obviously, if any human being, believer, is at a higher level in which then their motivation and inspiration is only due to Allah SWT for the sake of the pleasure of Allah SWT, then such people I've also observed. Uh, I make dua that me and all of you can experience this, but I can say I've observed it in some people that there are such people that I've actually seen them in the first couple of days of Ramadan there's not nothing special for them and I'm talking about you know very senior ulama and shuyukh why? because their lives were already being lived for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so, and they weren't counting on Ramadan the way me and you do that it's going to be this incredible month and it's going to save us and it's going to give us that boost and connect us back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Alhamdulillah mashallah, they already have a boost and they're already connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so they have a bit of a more mature deep relationship with Ramadan and ours is more passionate more jazba but in some sense it's less deep it's more superficial and that wears off so the sign of that the sort of telltale sign of that the alam of that is that starts to wear off in 7, 8, 9, 10th of Ramadan then people hit a plateau not say a dip but they hit a plateau they reached a peak and then they can't you know they can't increase any further Alhamdulillah the best they are able to do is to maintain it and then you know around the coming close to the last 10 days again that anticipation comes around 16, 17, 18 Ramadan that the last 10 days are coming the month is ending and then Alhamdulillah the last 10 days they also spend with a big boost and again that is fine and that itself is a Karam and fuzzle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we're unworthy of even feeling any drop of passion, any drop of motivation, any drop of inspiration. So we're grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us any motivation, inspiration through any means possible. But at the same time, again, it reflects something that is not as mature, as deep an approach to the month of Ramadan. Similarly, just like I've described how many people uh, experience the month of Ramadan, that can be just taken as a metaphor that is symbolic for how people generally experience stages of their life in progress of deen. Especially when it comes to a particular modality. So Ramadan is a particular mode, the month of fasting. So let's say, for example, ilm. So if somebody, and I'm talking about somebody who's formally embarking on learning knowledge. It may be an outright alim slash alma course might be an entire course on the whole Quran, might be a course on the entire seerah, might be a course covering a major text of hadith, etc. So the same thing happens there, that there's a you know, there's some narrative that either was presented to them, and today there's a lot of, you know, people in institutes, and to some extent rightly, but some may be a bit excessive marketing their courses. So there's a narrative, there's an excitement, there's an anticipation of the start of the course, right? And then people get excited. But after a few days, few weeks pass, they lose that excitement. Now again, if the excitement was for Allah SWT, you would not just not just maintain it, it would keep increasing. And if every harf 
every letter, every point, every aspect of knowledge that you learn should have increased our thirst even more for more knowledge. Then if I, we were supposed to do amal to practice that knowledge, then every time we learned any increment in knowledge, it would lead to an additional increment in practice that would have also made us deeper in deen. Then our heart and our personality and our mind and soul and character and behavior was supposed to be transformed by the knowledge and transformed by the amal, the practice of that knowledge. And then that transformation should have just continued exponentially, but it didn't. So it, this is something we should reflect on in this month and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for uplifting our condition such that our condition is not tied to and dependent on these sort of what we call fickle things, right? Whether it's a person, whether it's a course, whether it's a narrative, whether it's an idea, whether it's a concept, whether it's an ideology, whether it's our own feelings, our own emotions. If we, as long as we remain like that, or to whatever extent we remain like that, we will never have istiqama. We will never have true, lasting, persevering taqwa and closeness to Allah SWT. Another example can be on the path of Tazkiyah. So some people, they get excited, oh, I'm going to make an irada, I want to leave sin, I'm going to go find a sheikh, or I'm going to learn zikr, or I'm going to start reading the works of Imam al-Ghazali, or I'm going to take this course, which is covering some text of Sheikh Ashabali Tanvi, I'm going to do a purification of the heart series, whatever it may be. There's some narrative, some structure, some process that they have some buy-in into. right? They have some faith and they get inspired and motivated partly, no doubt, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of their ikhlas, their sincere desire to please Allah ta'ala, their true sincere desire to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but also partly due to this narrative, partly due to the concept and then if, and, and in worst cases, uh, I'm not saying haram, but in worst cases partly due to the buzz, partly due to the you know hype, if you will now, those things, the only thing that is unfading is when you do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Purely for the sake, all deen is purely for the sake of lahu, for him, yani for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the hype will fade, the concept will fade, the narrative will fade, the idealism will fade. And then what happens is a person, sometimes they find themselves stuck, or they get confused, or even worse, al-aman al-afiz, they start sliding backward. They may return to some, you know, sin that they left, or they may return to some ghafla, some lull, you know. And it happens to people in Ramadan, you know, they may have left TV or movies or novels or magazine or news or sports or fashion or surfing or YouTubing or Facebooking, whatever it was. You know, and for many people, it's all of the above. There are many individuals who actually do all of those things I just mentioned. And mashallah, due to the passion of Ramadan and this concept of Ramadan, they left all of that. But they can't last. And then in 5, 6, 7th day of Ramadan, 8th, 9th, 10th, they, they start returning to some of those things. They start lapsing. They start becoming lax again. Hmm? So this is why we need to try to take a deeper Approach in our deen. Okay, let me talk now even in a more quote-unquote advanced level. Even there are some people who complete some course or degree or outright full alim, alim a course in ilm. 
And because there was a system that there were classes and there were exams and then there was promotion to the next year and they felt that they were progressing and doing more difficult books or quote-unquote the big books or quote-unquote more advanced books or higher learning. So they felt in their heart they were progressing because there was a curriculum, right, that it was designed in stages of progression, year one, year two, year three, year four, etc. Okay, then they complete the course, they graduate, and now they're stuck because there's no narrative of progression. And this is also a delusion. Just because you move from second year to third year, yes, that means you progressed in terms of a degree program, certificate program, whatever it is. It doesn't necessarily mean you progressed in terms of taqwa. It doesn't necessarily mean that you progressed in terms of being closer to Allah. But they get confused because they thought that no, the progression I was getting there meant something and I did this or my teacher praised me or I got the certificate or I came first in this exam. And then ultimately all degree programs end. So when that system, the systematic way of learning ends for them when they graduate, then some of them, I've also, this is I've observed in many people, many people, men and women both, they start sliding again. They do not immediately, but after some time, they, this happens to them. They start slipping, they start sliding. Again, they return to things that they had left for the sake of the pursuit of their studies. The same thing I've seen with people in the path of Tazki and Zikr. That they felt, okay, I, I learned Zikr for the first time. I'm practicing Zikr. I prayed Tajr for the first time. I prayed Awabin for the first time. I'm making Salawat on the Prophet Wasallam regularly for the first time. So they feel that they're progressing. And then they progress, progress, and now they, you know, then the systematic learning ultimately ends, right? There's no longer something, there won't be no, there will no longer be any new zikr they will learn. They've been taught everything they need to do for the rest of their life. There's no new sunnahs for them to learn now, alhamdulillah, they learned enough hadith, they learned enough about the sunnahs for the rest of their life. And instead of capitalizing on that and becoming mature and serious and dedicated and persevering to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they actually become shaky. Because there's no more hype. There's nothing that's new. There's nothing that's novel. So then we should be very scared that what do we become? Are we creatures and slaves and servants and seekers of that which is new and has novelty and only that can inspire us? Or were we seekers of the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Were we striving on the path to worship and serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So the same thing in Ramadan, so especially now for these middle 10 days, right? It's, it's neither the excitement of the start of Ramadan, nor is it the last 10 days in which it's Laylatul Qadr, Sunnah Itikaf, or we're, you know, we're trying to make the most of the last moments. So if you ask me, really, if somebody wants to think that, okay, what can I do differently this year in Ramadan? I would say try to be more steadfast in the middle 10 days, because that will be a lesson that will really benefit us after this month of Ramadan. After Ramadan ends, being excited about new things in deen, that'll be there, right? Joining new courses, hearing new lectures, listening to a new scholar for the first time, getting involved in some Islamic activity for the first time, that will continue for the rest of your life. So the way we were motivated in the start of Ramadan, that will be, that's like our standard behavior. Okay, then the last 10 days of Ramadan, okay, honoring Laylatul Qadr, odd nights, special moments. That is a standard feature for people. Maybe they go on Umrah, they go on Hajj, they find other special moments. It's the middle 10 days of Ramadan 
that I think really are, resemble most the rest of the R11 months. In the sense that there's nothing uniquely special, new about it, because we just already spent 10 days of Ramadan. There's also none of those special features in it, like the last 10 days. So I think we should really, really try hard in the middle 10 days that just think that whatever a'mal or ibadat or akhlaq, whatever acts, deeds, worship, remembrances, uh, behavior, character, you want to change in yourself and you want that change to continue and remain and last and persist after Ramadan. You want that new you to be still, you, you want to develop a new you that stays in Shawal and in the coming months throughout the whole rest of the year, then it's the middle of the days that you have to do it. And it's what happens to a lot of people, that they become lax and they become lazy in the middle 10 days and they go back to who they were and that's who they will return to being at the end of Ramadan and the first 10 days and the last 10 days were just an exception. They were like a surge, but otherwise the rest of the line is flat. So yes, in the middle 10 days, maybe we can't get that surge. At least try, don't be flat. We should try to have some level of inclination increase. Now what will I say? Make it relative to your immediate past. In other words, very simply speaking, try to spend the second set of 10 days, the middle 10 days of Ramadan, better than you spent the first 10 days of Ramadan. That's it. That's all you have to do. Okay? So what would that mean? Whatever amount of Qur'an al-Karim you were able to recite, recite more now. Don't wait for the last 10 days. Don't wait to sit itikaf. Don't wait for the possible little together. Do it now. In these ten coming 10 days. For those of us for whom it will start tomorrow. For some of you it may have already started. Okay? However many du'as you made in the first 10 days, do more in the middle 10. However many extra salah, nawafil you may have prayed in the first 10 days, pray even slightly more. More can mean I read one more page of Quran. More can mean I made two more minutes of du'a. More can mean I make two more rakats of extra salah that I did in the first 10 days. Charity. Whatever charity you were able to give in the first 10, give more than that in the middle 10. Okay, maybe for some of you that may not work literally because maybe some of you took out all your charity or mashallah gave thousands of dollars at the very start of Ramadan and you don't maybe have ability now in the middle of the tent to give more than that. Alright, but if you are, if you have and you were planning to, don't wait till the last 10 days. It's middle 10 days, middle 10 days. Just think the middle 10 days are really what's going to change the rest of my 10-11 months of the year. This is just something I've noticed from experience and observation, and I wanted to share it with all of you tonight. And I think that generally in our deen, and I know it's hard, so this is now for those of you who are more new listeners, right? Because Ramadan, mashallah, has this very, very special thing. You know, I myself, every year in Ramadan, I remember my early Ramadans. I get so many messages and emails from people who remember some time that we spent together in Ramadan. And no doubt for many people, Ramadan is that initial boost that time in their life when they found Allah Ta'ala, so to speak, for the first time that they connected to Allah Ta'ala, they connected to deen, they become inspired and motivated on deen. So if you're in that category then just go all out. Make the most out of this month. Don't worry about these high lofty things that I talked about, about istikama and preserve. Make dua for it. But just go out. Enjoy the craze. 
let the craze overwhelm you. Try to increase the craze. Go all out on the passion, jazba, emotion, narrative, concept, ideology, because that's the phase and you have to go through that phase. I'm not negating that phase. Even, like I said, even a person experiencing that phase is a gift and a mercy and a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, those of us, you know, who, whether you call it mature, we're just becoming older, right? You'll find people, they long for that. So those of you who are in that, mashallah, that passion of novelty and newness, embrace it and submit to it and make the most of it while it lasts. All right? And that's, that would be my message for those of you who are sort of relatively new, whether to us or generally to deen, or generally to, you know, learning and trying to advance and progress in deen. And the first part of tonight's reminder was the advice I was giving to those who may sometimes feel a bit jaded, or those who feel sometimes that they're waning and lapsing. And I would just want to read it again, that don't... Now your progress onward is not going to be through any necessarily only due to the system of progress or systematic learning or systematical method or craze. Now it's going to be through a whole different thing which is much more difficult, which is called mujahada. You're going to have to learn to go one-on-one against your nafs and ibadah. You're going to have to become more serious, more somber, more dedicated to your deen. You're going to have to, uh, well, that's what I was calling mature before. Right? You have to find it's a different type of passion. It's still a passion, but it's still a craze. It still requires jazba and junoon. That's also a myth. Jazba and junoon never finish. Just the tone and tenor of passion emotion changes. Here, some of you may not be able to understand what I've been saying, but uh, inshallah you will. Uh, and many things, uh, I've also experienced that, that many things people will really only understand when they experience it themselves. Uh, it's very rare that we can uh, try to explain things to people before they experience it or reach that stage. But here, we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to make the most of these middle 10 days. May He forgive us for the shortcomings and the lack of qadr and how many incredible incredible moments of opportunity that we wasted in the first 10 days and may, may he make us realize that and value more to value every single fraction of a second of what is left in Ramadan and may he make these middle 10 days and the coming last 10 days inshallah the truly transformative experience of our life wa akhiru da'wana